good morning, afternoon, or evening. You may delete as appropriate. My name is Chad Lamon, and this is Season 5, Episode 3 of your Ministry Bits podcast. And we are talking about all things mini today. We're going to be talking about the iPhone 12 mini, the iPad mini 5, and the HomePod mini. If none of those interest you, then that's okay. Um... We have many other episodes that you can listen to, (laughs) but if any of those do interest you, uh, we will be having uh, different chapters and different things that you can search in your podcast app of choice and um, should be pretty entertaining and we will go in that order. And so hopefully you will get some um, or glean something from these discussions. I have all three of these products in my hands and I'm going to talk about them today. Uh, Some are much newer than others, obviously, and so we'll talk about that as well. A little bit of follow-up from Season 5, Episode 1. That was where we talked about the uh, Apple Silicon event in November of 2020. And presently recording this on Friday, November 20th for release on November 24th, right before our Thanksgiving holiday. And so this will release that morning. And um, there is a a companion article to this episode on my blog, um, on my website over at chadl.co. And it should be the first one that comes up when you just uh, type that web address in. It's the same place you can find Ministry Bits. Uh, And it's just where I write from time to time. So I wrote out a bunch of notes for this. But anyway, some follow-up from episode episode 1 of Season 5. The new M1 chipped Max, um, to say they outperformed their predecessors, their Intel predecessors, is a considerable understatement. Uh, because they beat them by a a large margin. Um, The battery life on the MacBook Air, the MacBook Pro, seem to be astounding. And that's that's real-world stuff. That's watching videos and surfing Safari, surfing with Safari. And I've even read and seen people commenting about even using Google Chrome is still much, much better. Um apps are quicker and faster. These, these new Macs are incredibly impressive. Um, I have not seen these Macs, uh, or used them in person yet. They look just like the Mac mini came out with it, but they look just like the previous generation. There's not any physical changes, but the internal changes are obviously significant. And so many of these, uh, reviewers are to be trusted. I think they are. These Macs are definitely a must buy. If you're ready for a new Mac, if you have been pulling along a 2012 MacBook or a 2015 MacBook for a while, and you're in dire need of a new laptop, normally I would not recommend, especially not having used one, but normally I would not recommend buying a first-generation Mac product, meaning this was the new chips. But these really aren't, like I said in the episode, these really aren't new chips. Uh, This is 10 to 12 years of Apple putting these same chips uh, or, or ones very, very much like them in iPads and iPhones. And so they have a lot of practice um, using and modifying and, you know, utilizing the, the absolute, you know, limit of these chips. And apparently uh, the 13-inch MacBook Pro tests higher than the 16-inch MacBook Pro that I'm sitting here looking at on my desk right now that I got a year ago, <laughs> which is... Super frustrating, but also incredible. 
that the low-end 13-inch MacBook Pro tests higher than the one that I've got souped up sitting here on my desk that clearly costs you know, twice as much, maybe even three times as much as that. So anyway, all that being said, these new Macs are very impressive. I would go look at um, reviews by iJustine, uh, Lon Seidman, uh, MKBHD, of course. Um, these these reviewers are going to be critical of Apple if, if they have not done their job. And um, Apple has clearly blown some of these people away. Um, and the battery life by itself, uh, 20 to 24 hours, I think MKBHD said that he had the, the device for seven days and charged it once, which, which that was a MacBook Pro, which I'm like, that, that's bananas. That's what I want. That's the future. So all that to say, if you were looking for a new Mac, definitely take a look at these Macs and um, definitely uh, look into them. Um, another update, not necessarily a follow-up, but another update on Big Sur. Uh, Mac OS Big Sur uh, launched... Uh, about last week, I believe it was uh, just about November. I think it's November twelfth. It uh, it came out, and if you updated, I would love to hear from you. See if you've uh, had any problems or issues. Um, I've heard uh, and read of some older Macs having some issues, um, but my twenty nineteen, very late twenty nineteen, early twenty twenty MacBook Pro sailed right through it. Uh, I was actually pretty surprised. I had a full backup ready to go back to Mac OS Catalina because I require and I use um, several apps for my workflow, Final Cut Pro and Compressor and a lot of other different apps that, that require me to you know, produce things every single week. And um, it sailed right through it. And I've had almost zero problems. In fact, the only problems that I've had are the ones that were present in Catalina. Um, sometimes the Bluetooth keyboard wouldn't recognize or my Bluetooth devices wouldn't connect properly or something like that. So I've had just those, um, those problems, but these apps have been updated. Uh, Final Cut Pro and Compressor have been updated. The iWork suite, the Pages, Keynote, and Numbers have all been updated. Microsoft Office has been updated uh, to take advantage of it. Uh, and not only that, some of these apps have been taken uh, updated to take advantage of the new M1 Max, and so they perform even better uh, on those. I'm really anxious to see what Final Cut Pro uh, exporting a 25-minute 4K file is like on a M1 Apple Silicon Mac. That that will be very interesting. So, all that put aside, enough follow-up. Uh, we don't need to talk about uh, any of that stuff anymore. We need to talk about the minis, all things mini. Um, right here, I'm picking it up as we speak right here. I have the iPhone 12 mini in my hands. Now I am a, well, let me, let's, let's just give you a little bit of a, some stats before I go into to why I like it. So the iPhone 12 mini is the smallest iPhone that has been made by Apple since the original iPhone SE in 2016. It has a 5.4-inch diagonal OLED edge-to-edge -edge screen. So it's like the iPhone XS, um, the iPhone 11. All those have the edge-to-edge -edge screen. It's a 23 by 40 by uh, 23 40 by 1080 screen, which is the these are the first 1080 iPhones, which is fantastic. It, it looks the screen looks fantastic. Uh, the weight, and I only put this in, you, normally I wouldn't include this, but I only put this in here is because the, the iPhone 12 mini is so lightweight. It's, it's smaller, but it is so lightweight at 4.76 ounces. 
That's compared to the regular iPhone 11, which is 6.6 ounces. And if you factor in the Pro models, which have the more heavy, uh, more heavy stainless steel on them, then they're going to be an ounce or two more than that. This phone is very lightweight, very small, uh, but it's not too small. Uh, the screen has HDR and True Tone, which is amazing for watching HDR footage. I, again, I wish I had a bigger screen to watch it on, um, but at the same time, it's it's impressive. It has the A14 Bionic chip. This is the same in all iPhone 12 models, 12 Pro, 12 Max, 12 whatever. It's going to be the same chip, which is great because the A14 is very quick. Uh, it's got two cameras on it, not three like the Pro, but it's got a wide and an ultra wide. And again, I really don't need the zoom. Uh, that's what you get with that third camera is that zoom. So I, I suppose if you're taking a bunch of pictures of your kids playing ball or something, um, then that would be beneficial. But again, it's completely fine, especially since I have a DSLR sitting right next to me again, um, a Sony a7 III that I can use for that. I don't need good cameras. So if you have another camera, certainly don't go for the, the pro models because that's really the only... Um, that's really the only differentiation besides that and materials that they're built with. Uh, the big thing for me for the phone was this. It was uh, HDR Dolby Vision video recording up to 30 frames per second, 4K up to 60 frames per second. That The keywords there, Dolby Vision. This is the first device. These are the first devices to ever record in, in Dolby Vision. And if you haven't seen what Dolby Vision looks like in like a Best Buy or an Electronic Express, or whatever, you need to. Uh, they're incredibly impressive. Uh, it has Face ID, does not have um, a fingerprint reader on it. And it has 5G, which, again, may or may not be a big deal to you. Um, you're really only going to get 5G in the next probably year or two, uh, living in a uh, big city. But it's got 5G, and living here in Columbia, I actually saw it this morning. It picked up um, a few bars of 5G, and that's that's kind of neat, I guess. I mean, until it gets everywhere, doesn't really matter. Uh, but it, uh, but obviously, it has got 4G LTE, and it's pretty speedy, and it's uh, nice and fast. All right, so why do I like it? Well, here's the thing. If you have ever been concerned about the size of iPhones being too big, like if you have ever looked at the phones and said, uh, that's a little too big for me. Uh, that's not going to fit in my pocket real well or my purse or whatever like that. I'm telling you right now, the mini may be perfect for you because if you look at the size comparisons, it is right between the iPhone five and iPhone six size. And it's got the edge to edge screen. Um, I am, I'm not a, I'm not a small guy, but I'm not a big guy either. I'm five foot 11. I'm incredibly, I'm, I think I'm average height for a human male on planet earth. I think I read that one time was 5'11 is the average height for a human male on planet earth. And my hands are decently, they're, they're a tad larger than, you know, I don't have small hands, <laughs> but the phone just seems to fit in my hands so well. Um, and I know you can't go to an Apple store and hold these physically right now because all the Apple stores are closed because of COVID. But if you get a chance these holidays, and if the stores aren't closed yet, again, cases are rising and thoughts and prayers are with those people, of course. But 
If you get a chance to go into a Walmart or to a Best Buy and put one of these in your hand, you will see that it is, it fits really, really well. It's not too small, but it's not too big. It's actually one of the most perfectly sized phones that I've ever had. And I think I'm going to be sticking with the mini size for a long time. Um, the squared off edges, it's the new squared off edge design, of course. You've seen it in probably the commercials. It's a lot like the iPad Pros have been out for a while. The grip is much, much better with that. You wouldn't think it would be all that big of a deal, but the grip is much, much better. Um, it's also very lightweight, as I said before. Sometimes I forget it's in my pocket. Seriously, I do. I forget it's there. If I don't have a case on it, um, I, I really forget it's there. Um, here's the thing. You may not like it if you want the biggest screen that you can get. Um, if you're a big phone person, then you're probably not going to like this one. Uh, I'm not going to say that for sure, but you probably won't. Uh, the mini is not for long binge watching, watching sessions, um, or playing games for hours on end, although it's very good at playing games. Um, I have just one or two games on mine. I don't normally keep games on my phone, but it's very good for that. Um, you will also not like it if you use your phone a ton. Um, it, big phones have bigger batteries. That's just because of space. That's literally physical size. Um, and the reverse is true. Small phones have smaller batteries. And with my iPhone 11, I could easily get through the day with probably, you know, 25%, 30% battery left at like 9 p.m. Uh, with the 12 mini, I'm lucky to get to 9 p.m. with like less than 10% left. Um, it's just a smaller battery. Um, and Apple does what they can with smaller batteries, but these are incredibly slim and small devices, that's what you're going to pay for. So if battery life is a big thing for you, uh, if you're out and about a ton all day long without access to chargers and different things like that, then you might reconsider. Um, but if you can be next to a charger, if you do a lot of desk work, uh, if you're a preacher that does a lot of office time, uh, then it may be just fine for you. Um, but you will at some point during the day probably need to recharge. Um, and that's with heavy use with screen on like time. If you use your maps a lot one day, if you record a lot of 4K video, it's going to drain it. it. It really is. So that is the iPhone 12 mini. Highly recommended. I got the black 128. Probably don't need to go 256. Um, but I got the black 128 one and I have the Apple leather case on it, which is uh, which came out just a few weeks ago. Splendid, splendid little device. Just love it. Let's move on to a device that I've had for a while and that has been out for a while. Uh, and that is the iPhone or excuse me, iPad mini five. Now you may not even be aware that Apple made an iPad mini five because it really hasn't been all that well promoted, but it came in March, 2019. So it's been out almost two years. Uh, but it is a fantastic little device. It's got a 7.9 inch screen size, 2048 by 1536 resolution. It's got a headphone jack. It's got a lightning port still on it. Uh, and it has touch ID. It doesn't have face ID, but it has touch ID. It has the old style bezels on it. It's not an iPad pro design. Um, here's why I like the iPad mini. And I, and I'm, again, I'm still using, um, again, I'm still using my iPad pro, a lot with the uh, Apple Magic keyboard, and I, and I just love it. Um, my my, I told Robert Hatfield this past week when we recorded the gift guide, which is coming next week. Uh, I said, you know, I'd hardly ever take my uh, 
my big 16 inch MacBook Pro home with me, unless I know that I have that kind of work to do because I can do almost anything I need to on the iPad Pro. Um, but the iPad mini is a great content consumption device. Um, I read a lot on the iPad through apps like uh, Reader, R-E-E-D-E-R. I've got a new version, Reader 5 is fantastic RSS reader. Um, I read in the news app, uh, the Kindle app, and I read a lot on Safari. Uh, reading in Safari, if a website is designed um, well, like MacStories.net, um, it's really nice. Uh, they have a reader view in Safari as well. Um, it's small enough to hold like a book. It's big enough to watch videos on it. Um, it has kind of become my evening iPad, uh, and it's just splendid. I managed to find a deal on one of these. I think I got it uh, secondhand, and so it has been just wonderful. It's super thin, super uh, lightweight, If you and you can, you can put any number of cases on it, but it's really, really wonderful. Um, I also like to use it for preaching and teaching. Uh, my eyes are still fairly young. I still, I wear glasses and contacts, but smaller type reading for me is actually not, um, not too bad. And the portable mini size is great for like tucking next to my Bible. Uh, when I'm preaching or when I'm teaching or when I'm even leading singing, I used it to lead singing, uh, going through the slides a couple weeks ago. Um, here's a few reasons why you may not like the iPad mini. Um, if you actually want to get work done on it. Uh, the iPad mini uh, is not a great machine to be your device to get work done. Now, it is great if you just hold it in your hands, in two hands. It's actually pretty great for thumb typing. Um, the keyboard is perfect size for thumb typing out uh, short emails or making changes to a sermon or a class or a document or something. It's not good, though, for extended work sessions. You're not going to type out uh, you know, I type out everything that I, I say in classes and, and, and preaching most of the time. And, and I'm not going to type out 3,500 to 4,000 words on, on a mini, uh, especially with not a keyboard. Now you can hook it up to a keyboard, uh, just like you can Bluetooth. You can hook it up to a keyboard and I've done that in a pinch before. Uh, but again, it's not great for that. Um, and so you, you won't like it if you want to get work done on it. This is going to need to be something that you use as a, almost as a secondary device if you can get one. Um, if you need reading glasses, iPad mini is probably not for you. Um, you can bump up the font size in iOS in settings, but it kind of defeats the purpose when you can spend $70 less and get a full-size 10.2-inch iPad. Now, that's correct. I want to, I want to put that out there. I like the mini because of its size and I spent more on it. I didn't, the mini, if you buy it brand new is $399. I didn't pay $399 for mine. I think I paid $275 for mine, which is still too much. But my big question to Apple is why is it still $399? It's, you're paying for the size if you like that size. And also a side note, Apple can just take my money if they do an eight inch iPad pro or iPad mini pro. Um, with iPhone 12 inspired squared off designs that, I mean, you can just, just take my money with the edge to edge screen, just, just like a mini iPad pro. I mean, that would be, again, just take my money. <laughs> I love the iPad mini. I've always been a fan of the iPad mini. I know there's a lot of people, uh, that like, uh, the iPad mini, but we've all kind of phased back into full size iPads now, I think, because the mini has not been updated nearly as much as it should have. Uh, but I still love it and it still runs very well. And so again, if you're looking for a small content consumption evening kind of device, maybe even something to preach and teach from, 
iPad mini. You should definitely look for it. The last thing that we're going to talk about today is the HomePod mini. Now, this is a brand new, like the iPhone 12 uh, mini, it's a brand new piece of, of technology. I've only had one a week. And uh, I ordered one on the day they came out because I had heard that the big HomePods were fantastic with sound. This is actually a small speaker with big sound. It's, and when I say small, it's small. It's a little spherical kind of thing. It looks a lot like other smart speakers out there right now. But it is 3.3 inches high by 3.9 inches wide. It's a full range speaker. It's got four microphones on it. It has multi-room audio if you connect multiple ones together. And you can do that with AirPlay 2. It can be used with all audio, Apple audio devices. So any Apple device can send um, audio to any HomePod, especially this HomePod. iPad, iPhone, um, Mac, PC, or not PC, um, Apple TV. Uh, it can be used as an Apple TV speaker, which is the, the main reason I bought it, because we needed something rather unobtrusive uh, in our house to serve as kind of our sound bar, and I wanted something that sounded really good, and the HomePod Mini sounds fantastic. Um, the big thing about the HomePod is it has a Siri Assistant. It can act as a home hub for your smart devices, so you can say, hey, you know, Hey lady, you know, cut the lights off or Hey lady, turn and, you know, lower the blinds or whatever like that. If you've got smart speakers in there and you can use the home app on your phone or iPad to manage that. Um, here's why I like it. The price tag, um, $99 is how much the HomePod mini is brand new for. And I get it. That's still more than most small smart speakers. In fact, I'm sitting here looking at a, um, Google Home on my uh, desk here that's a little bit smaller and it's half the price. Um, but they don't have the sound quality that the HomePod mini does. Um, I've watched some big, you know, big shows, Mandalorian and Star Trek Discovery and, you know, all sorts of different cool stuff and listen to really, really, really sounds good. That's why I bought it. Uh, I wanted to specifically use it as a speaker for our Apple TV because there, our Apple TV is our TV at home uh, and our TV speakers are atrocious. And so in that arena, it does not disappoint. Now, I don't like the fact that you can't control it with like the Apple remote necessarily. You kind of have to control the volume of the HomePod with a iDevice. But, you know, I'm going to have an iPad or an iPhone sitting next to me most of the time anyway. So that's not a big deal. And you don't have to use it as the speaker all the time. You can turn it on and off uh, depending on the situation. So when we're watching something like, again, The Mandalorian, um, I'm going to turn it on and it's going to sound fantastic. Uh, it works for my, my home. It works for me because my wife would not let me have a big old sound bar or a sound system or anything like that because um, she didn't want to ruin the aesthetic. You know what I mean? That's how wives are. They're, they're in charge of that stuff. And so um, Siri and the assistant features are a bonus uh, but I probably won't use them that much, and I probably won't use it as a home hub, at least not yet. Uh, here's why you might might not like the HomePod Mini. If you want a dynamic smart assistant, um, Siri has improved. It still hadn't cannot hold a candle to Amazon or Google, and I'm not going to say the, the assistant names because I don't want to set off your devices if you've got some. Uh, it can do basic queries. It can answer answer general questions. 
it's really not that bad, but it is not Amazon or Google's devices. Let's just go ahead and put that out there. On the flip side of that, those devices don't sound nearly as good as the HomePod Mini. And for a $99, really nice, unobtrusive, small speaker with big sound, I think it is a fantastic little thing. I think $99 is probably a good price point. If it would have been $69 or $79, it would have been a must-buy, a definite must-buy. But anyway, it's just, uh, it's just that. It's just what it is. So, um, that is our episode, and uh, we talked about just a little review, a little preacher review here for you, the iPhone 12 mini, the iPad mini 5, and the HomePod mini, and the links for those will be in the show notes, and the show notes can be found at chadl.co slash mbits slash s5e3, no spaces, no caps on any of that kind of stuff, just type it in, it'll take you right there, or you can just go to the Ministry Bits page on my website at chadl.co. Make sure you check out my website. Make sure you comment on some articles and things that I've written. Uh, check out my work, chadl.co slash work. If you'd like to hire me for something, uh, that'd be great. I've been doing a lot of um, a lot of work for people this year, websites especially and such, and um, would love to help you find a solution for your church or organization. Again, thank you so much for tuning in. We will be back next week with the 2020 Holiday Gift Guide with Robert Hatfield. And that will post, let me make sure I can get the date here, that will post on December 1st. So it'll be just in time for you to get about 20, 20 days left to get uh, some items for your wish list, put on your wish list so that your significant others can get them for you. Anyway, thank you so much for tuning in uh, again Check out the show notes and follow us on Twitter and Facebook, twitter.com slash ministrybits and facebook.com slash ministrybits. Please, please, please stay safe. Uh, please stay indoors and, and be safe as you can and social distance, please. And um, let's, let's kick this thing in the teeth and have a great 2021, okay? Um, thank you all for your support and we'll see you again next week.